So I've been reading this new Elon Musk, Walter Isaacson biography. Like people just think that Elon went and started making rocket ships and like electric cars and solar panels and like turning all these big industries around. He had Zip2. It was that that set him up for PayPal. It was PayPal that set him up for this bigger stuff. So I'm like, we're just so young. I spent five grand to go to an Andrew Wilkinson mastermind. It's basically like 50, 60 entrepreneurs all in a room talking business. We go to these meetings and like one was on compensation for hiring a CEO. It's literally the perfect thing. Everyone's asking questions. I get like a good amount of spotlight. First question I come up, I'm like, hey, uh, we wanna have my friend's brother run the company and give him like a third of the company or whatever. And before I can even finish my thought, it's just fucking tax, dude. The whole room just, <laughs> wait, wait, before you get on, dude, a third of the company? Welcome back to the Smart Nonsense Podcast, where we talk about entrepreneurship, self-development, challenging norms, pop, second day in a row with a new shirt. Congratulations. Dude, you want to know, I almost didn't go with the new shirt because I'm I'm really low on laundry. Really low. Oh, no. I don't usually bring out the It is a tight shirt. shirt. Gorillionaire, dude. Watch this on YouTube. Uh, Dylan has a, a chip, what, what is that, an ape, a silverback gorilla with a pile of cash on his shirt. Gorillionaire. Mm. Dude, I figured if you were going to be Elon, might as well make a gorillion dollars, mm. dude. Mm. He's throwing out threads already. What's up, Pop? I'm tossing threads, dude. I got two threads from this. One, the Elon thread I just mentioned. Two, yes, sir. who gave me this shirt is a man I just played hockey with. Uh, Jack. Jack. Uh, I knew it could only I, be I, one of two people. Uh, I did it my two like this. You do them like that. I do my threes like this. You do your threes like that. Uh, it's got to be some sort of Have you ever seen Beaner do two fingers? No. It's like, I can't even, it's like, Swan it's time? crazy, the spread. Yeah, it's like that. Really? It, it, unbelievable spread. Webbed fingers. So she could do like an L, like the loser thing, yes. just with her pointer finger yes. and middle finger. Well, that's hey, awesome, dude. dude. Uh, that's not entrepreneurship, self-development, and challenging norms. Is it? My bad. <laughs> most of our stuff isn't, dude. <laughs> to be honest, most isn't. Um, I just got to get up, this off my chest. Um, I sent you the video, dude. Um, it's not good. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. Um, well, somehow this is going to make it back to him. But it's, I, I just find it funny, it dude. I got to get this off my chest. Um, get it. I find it funny that when I first moved to New York, uh, my roommate Jack and I, we both went to watch hockey because he used to play hockey in high school in Europe. He's from Prague and we're coming here and we wanted to sign up for some leagues. So we went to like look at some games and see like how the quality of play is so we could figure out our division. And we get to like a division five game. It's like one to eight. So five is like roughly middle of the road. And uh, we get there and like first thing out of his mouth is like, ah, oh, dude, this is Cheeks. This fucking cheeks. cheeks. I got this, dude. This is this is like, I I didn't want to say anything because I'm like I'm like they're pretty good out there. Like I I don't know how I stack up against that at least from afar. Uh, and he was just like, dude, child's play. So I'm like, okay, he's gonna be nice, right? <laughs> but I've seen Jack play sports, and he's not coordinated at all. Like yeah. zero hand eyes, just like moves awkwardly. It's just not his thing. But that's fine. He's really good at math. I'm not good at math. Uh, but. He'd been playing hockey all his life. So I'm like, maybe there's something there. He gets injured. Don't get to play with him. Uh, we finally get to like, there's another instance of him. Him like, uh, fuck, I forget what it is. But basically, I thought he was going to be sick. 
uh, but I couldn't imagine it. He looks and sick. I played with him for the first time last night, and he's exactly what I expected, which is uh, uh, which is funny. No, but he, uh, he had a goal. He had a goal, so I'll give him that. Um, but he hasn't played in eight years, so let me let me give him some some credit. Yeah, he could but, be rusty. Um, I like that this is gonna make its way to him, and then uh, you're gonna have to duke out how you really feel about him in real life. Because the pod um, is fantasy life. The pod's fantasy life. Anything you can't and say on the pod, it's isn't actually real. yeah. It's, it's it's actually not. It's real. one of the. It's the reverse. Um, what do they call that? It's like uh, when there's a huge amount of upside and no downside. It's asymmetric. I'm like desymmetric, dude. My shit just goes yeah. right down. Uh, <laughs> it's like only, only only downside can come out of this because that wasn't even a good story, dude. It was just shit talking. <laughs> but I think he knows, dude. I think he knows because like I, I'm just like it's ironic, dude. You were shitting on this d5 and now he, he can't hang with it but um and it's kind of a yeah. bummer because i put my street cred on the line and i'm like dude i got some sick friends like one's from prague been playing all his life and then uh oh from prague skate but no, uh, no, no he's, he's that's like me going out there um, um no that's a great thread only downside which is good we're we're negative some kind of guys <laughs> <laughs> am i like should we cut that no i'll just have no. to tell him in person that he's no I think dude, he we got we all know i got him the puck sick... and he fell down <laughs> we got a know. sick editor now who's out here bleeping things that we would have never bleeped he's got our back so i don't know if you watched the newest episode that that koi did but it's kind of funny because you were dropping all oh. these names of people you weren't supposed to be dropping and he actually went and censored you because he's a gorgeous oh, nice. man nice um so i got a problem pop yeah you got, got a lot a problem. of problems and it, you've been well, radicalized i haven't seen you radicalized in a while dude it's been a while because what happened is yesterday. So I've been reading this new Elon Musk, Walter Isaacson biography for nice. it's, it's thick. So it's been about mm, 10 days now. Oh, wow. And it's good so far. It's good. Mm. It's like it's up to date. Um, it's a lot of nice little stories. I think Walter Isaacson went and talked to a lot of people that know Elon and are involved in all this stuff. So it's just good to hear like all the sides, all the mayhem. Mm-hmm. But I started to think as I'm reading this pop. I've gone little bitch mode. 100% I'm a little bitch. I can't even drink coffee anymore. That's how mm. bitch I am. Uh, and so, so it's so bitch, dude. Like, I'm like, here's a guy who's putting it all on the table to go to Mars. And I get panic attacks from coffee right uh, now. Oh, that's what it was from. Speaking of yeah. panic attacks, dude. I got some Wilkie, Wilkie <laughs> fought off panic attacks, dude. Oh, we got to get to your mastermind. Well, anyway, I'll cut to the chase, which is basically I am just so reading this. I forgot like how big Elon thinks and how bitch mm. so much of the stuff we do and talk about is. It's like so bitch. Can we find a writer? <laughs> it's like, I don't know. So bitch. Um, which it's so it's a good thing on. First off, I'm like, I just want to read this book over and over and over again because it just primes you to like keep thinking bigger. Like now I see all these mm. tent encamp- encampments outside, all these homeless tent encampments, and I'm like, I can do something about that. Let's go solve homelessness. Like it's not necessarily a hard prop. Well, it is hard, but it's straightforward. Like the incentives are all out of whack. Like these people have nowhere to go, blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, let's go solve that. Or education. I'm like, we do smart nonsense. We have a newsletter. We want schools mm. to be better. We wish we went to like Montessori's in kindergarten and whatnot. So I'm like, let's think bigger. Mm. Um, all of this rears its ugly head this morning, Pop. Oh, plus, 
Plus, I was just like sick of everybody at work making bullshit excuses. Like we edit videos. Mm. It's so bitch. Like, can we just <laughs> can we just be harder? And so this morning, I had a cup of coffee. Ah, uh, he cracked. And I cracked. I was like, I need to stop being a little fucking bitch. And I had a cup of coffee and I started texting you. And you were like, dude, one sip and you're Elon. I was just fucking get rid of this, delete that. Why this? That's mediocre. It's like, oh, what were oh. we looking at? Oh, yeah, like creators dropping merch that sucks. Um, oh. what, what was the other one? Oh, Sin Chow's on my computer screen right now. It's Vietnamese for uh, He's hello? Got ADHD too. Oh no. Yeah, dude, that's with the coffee. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> what? What else was mediocre that was driving me crazy? Um, Stuff at work. People dropping merch. I was like, I was like, it's just not that hard to be the oh, best. Oh, Sean, Sh- uh, Sean posting TikToks and oh, like Sean's TikToks. not really committing to anything. Oh yeah, that pisses me off because yeah, yeah. Um, dude, I'm scrolling, hey, dude, but we talk it, a lot, dude. It's probably too much. It's uh, probably too much. Yeah. I, I, I'm lost in the sauce, dude. There's a lot of stuff. Fine. It's fine. The, the point was, let me recap that. The book is going great. It causes you to uh, think Sean, They have a clips, like a shorts channel. They just booted that up. And then... um. The Hunter Hammonds dude. Their merch. Um. Oh yeah, I watched Hunter Hammonds' um uh, fifteen minute starter story video. He didn't say a thing. <laughs> fifteen minutes went by and zero things were said. Oh. <laughs> oh, starter story. How about starter nothing? Oh, got him, dude. I thought it was pretty good. I actually liked it. I thought he was charismatic. I I just don't like him as a person, but that's fine. That's fine. Uh, One sip and you're Elon. So I'm back on. Well, the problem is, dude, we got all this potential energy and we're not we're not turning it into just kinetic, like real energy. Uh, We're kind of just like in between two things, doing a business poorly and doing content poorly. So. So there's a lesson I forgot there, which is like, yeah, you need to bring the intensity and the urgency. Oh, all the founder-led stuff. We can't even get into that. But the point I wanted to make yesterday was what we're doing now is kind of like our zip two. Like people just think that Elon went and started making rocket ships and like electric cars and solar panels and like turning all these big industries around. He had zip two. It was like, uh, as far as I understand, like an original map quest original Google Maps program. Uh, during the dot-com bubble, he made like 15 million bucks. That's a lot of money, but it w- it was that that set him up for PayPal. It was PayPal that set him up for this bigger stuff. So I'm like, we're just so young. I think I even had this tendency coming out of college that like you go do the ginormous thing. It's like even Elon didn't. Yeah. So I drink coffee. Yeah, I don't, I don't know where I stand on that still, but... I don't know. I mean, I, I know exactly where I stand. You should make money first and then go for something big. <laughs> you have but, like, to. I see how it gets a lot harder if you have like a family and stuff because basically uh, Walter Isaacson said none of the people he's talked about has ever had a good relationship. It's always fucked. Uh, and Elon's, you know, prime example. That's of, another like, thread I got. everywhere. Well, Genghis Khan. 
Yeah, he's got uh, 10 things, I think. Uh, but one thing I learned, which I didn't know, is he goes through these crazy roller coaster relationships. It's like his uh, business and his love life. Like, those are his two things. And I was reading, apparently, he was in like a super dark place in like 2018 after he was dating Amber Heard, which I knew nothing about. Oh, I forgot. And Jeez. what would happen is they would be up all night fighting. They would fight. Uh, all night long and then elon would be mia asleep until late afternoon 4 or 5 p.m and i was like huh that sounds a little familiar it sounds a little bit (laughs) like this guy the co-host of the podcast dude it's like you got something stability (laughs) versus mr instability um (laughs) no it's tough it's tough dude when like the the people on the other side are always amazing super great like the perfect person it's just like not wavelengths just don't hit dude because all i want to do right now is work and like me hanging out with that person means i don't work as much and i'm like can i just get two birds one stone like can we work together on something but you conflicting with that person also means like in my case because i have this stable relationship I can spend more time working because the relationship is fine. You know what I mean? It's just the perfectionist versus the... Yeah, yeah. Hey, I got another one for you. I got another one for you. Because we don't need another thing on this pod going through the grapevine and desymmetrizing you. No, I think Um, that's fine. (laughs) That's the only... Okay. Um, We'll talk about that later. So another good one. This came from... And then we're going to get to your threads, I swear. Uh, I gotta, I gotta, yeah, we're good. good. Okay, so uh, last thing, which I thought was really cool. This came from the Walter Isaacson Lex Friedman podcast that we were listening to before you fell asleep in the car and I was all alone. Mm -hmm. And how that one goes is, so most self-driving cars, they're like over-engineered for automation in the sense that they have LiDAR, they have sonar, they have like all these radars. Mm. Uh, Waymo does that which is Google self-driving, whatever. The problem with that is those technologies are really expensive. And so Elon comes in and he's like, okay, hang on. First principles. Humans drive cars. Humans don't have LiDAR and radar and sonar and ultrasound sensors. Humans drive cars visually. Therefore, we should be able to drive cars with just cameras just vision um and i was like oh that's that's a new first principles thing i had heard and i just thought it was so good um because they're also way ahead of everyone so it's way cheaper it's way simpler the data is better and yeah that's the thread nice dude i like how koi's adding like uh audience applause and stuff to our pods or whatever uh Uh, but yeah first principles yeah Give me a first principles. You want a first pop. principles, dude? It's it's a tiny one. I just want to touch on it. We just had some thumbnails come out. And I'm like, I look at podcast clips and they all copy the exact same thumbnail. It's like person's face and then whatever they're talking about. And everyone just does that. Uh, and I'm like, how do we do something creative? That's where we're, we're like testing new formats, but we're doing like uh, just like a, an illustrated character. I just like like doing shit that people aren't doing. Uh, and that's like a, a little example. You'll see probably our iterations. Uh, these are like around episode 200, what we're posting. Small thread, dude. Just want to bring it up. Uh, 
I like I like Oh, oh that was it. That was it. I heard first principles and in my notes I had first principles thumbnails up here. Somewhere. First principles thumbnails. Uh, dude. I had Elon too and I had played with Jack. Hit all of those, dude. Nailed it. <laughs> now we go to the Wilkie part of the show. All right. Yes. Here's the deal. I spent five grand to go to an Andrew Wilkinson mastermind. Never been to a mastermind dude, before. You couldn't pay me five grand to go to one. You couldn't. You couldn't. But continue. Um, well, I was on a world tour. We all know that. Uh, I went to LA, or we went to LA. Henry had to leave early. Then I went to Canada. Uh, I thought to Victoria, but I ended up in Vancouver. That's fine, dude. Just had the best water I've ever tasted in my life, and then took a helicopter over to Victoria. Uh, not a big deal, dude. Um, we just gonna uh, pack that say water one away. Very pretty. Huh? It's very pretty. We just gonna pack the, the water. It was thing like. Away? Okay, so I've always shit on you on like having Fiji water or whatever like special water you have because I'm like, dude, water tastes all the same. You couldn't tell the difference. This water was magical. Mm. It's like nothing I've ever tasted before. Uh, I took photos of it because it was just so good. We'll put up the B-roll. Did you watch it on YouTube? Oh, will we? Yeah. Um, so what that's kind of the water? water. It tasted. It was just like, like angels uh, too. Eight, eight, eight pH. Uh, I love Victoria. I love BC, British Columbia. Um, I love BC What's water that? in my hotel. It was like, <laughs> dude, I don't know what it was, dude, but it <laughs> tasted like coconut water. water. <laughs> no, I, I that's toilet water from the hotel. <laughs> dude, it was your favorite so water fucking good. Was the complimentary favorite, water? In no your water's hotel ever tasted the same. Oh, dude, is the best thing of all time, dude. I, um, I think you were thirsty. No, no. Well, I was, I was. But I drank a lot. Like, I got through the thirst part and then the second half of the bottle because I, I couldn't believe it either. I'm like, there's no fucking way it tastes this good. I finished that one. I'm like, it's still good. I woke up the next morning. Still good. It's the best water ever. Um, so if you're a water nut, like, dude, go to go to Vancouver and stay in whatever. Uh, I'm just imagining. I'm writing the scene. I'm writing the scene in my head where this guy stays in a hotel room. He's got all this work to do, but he's so mesmerized by the water. It's like Groundhog Day. He just keeps waking up, tastes the water. He's like, fuck, still good. Goes dude, to bed, wakes up the next day. He's like, oh my dude. God, still good. And it's water. I'm like, there's no way. And I was hoping they'd refill my <laughs> fridge, but they didn't. I just pounded all of those. Um, so that was awesome, dude. Good little pit stop detour. Uh, I now go to Victoria and I'm staying at a five-star hotel because I'm awesome. Oh, it uh, was at the one-star hotel with the water. I thought it was the, the five-star hotel. Well, one star was still 350 bucks a night because uh, I booked <laughs> it like three hours before I got there. Um, but that's fine, dude. And so uh, I get to Victoria. Victoria is very pretty. It's got like, uh, I don't know. I thought it was like in the middle of nowhere, but it's actually like right on the water. It kind of mountains. I, right? I love the water, dude. Um, what's crazy about mountains. Victoria, though, like you see... Like it's it's like ocean and there are like whales like breaching through the ocean and the background of the like largest mountains you've ever seen. It was just the most beautiful sight. Um, easy barber. Um, whenever you look at yourself. So uh, came in hot, came in hot, and um, I, I fucked up my hotel. Everyone knows that if you listen to the last episode. Um, so basically, I I get them Come like on, what was the mastermind? my hotel. Huh? What was the mastermind? Yeah, where am I? I'm at the hotel still. <laughs> well, Wait, you get them to shift your hotel a day. 
I basically I spent like the first hour there trying to get them to like give me my extra night back because I fucking booked it wrong, but they couldn't. Um, Dude, so then I had four nights. I, my bad for taking this over. I just need to get Eric gripe out. I have spent an hour a day on the phone with West Elm Furniture for the last uh, uh, ten days. And I know I was talking about this podcast on here about good brands paying a lot of money because their services. West Elm sucks dick. Just saying that. And they're so unhelpful. If people care about customer service and hospitality, go read this article. Search Jason Freed two tokens because we're not going to put up the B-roll. And it's basically as customer service, you get you get to there are two tokens you can choose from. You either choose when somebody presents you with a problem, you either take the token that is Oh my gosh, this is a huge fucking deal. Sorry to hijack your thread, dude. Just give me a second. Oh my gosh, this is a huge fucking deal. Or you can take the token of, oh, it's no big deal. Like, we'll get around to it. Don't worry. Like, it's, it's, it's no big whoop. You take one token, the customer takes the other token. If you choose this is a huge deal, your customer says, oh, hey, don't even worry about it. If you say, hey, it's no big deal, then the customer's like, no, this is a big fucking deal. And West Elm... Took the token that says, hey, it's no big deal. You're going to pay all these uh, extra fees. All your shit's lost. We don't know where it is. And here I am. It's a big fucking deal. Don't do that. Uh, I, I think that comes from how to win friends and influence people. They talk about that with, with people in general. Like, I think some guy was, like, hiking with his dog. And he, like, oh, there's an alarm. Because I got a call in 15 minutes. All right. It's going to screw that. Fucking thing. Okay. So now we're here. Onward. Uh, <laughs> dude, there's a, so I'm in a five-star hotel and I get like a morning credit of $40 a person, but it's just me. It's just me staying there. And this is for two people. So now I got 80 bucks. I assume hopefully it's 80 bucks or I just like way overspent this whole time um, of breakfast credit. So I, everyone knows I sunk fast, sunk, sunk fast, caught, sunk cost, fatty sunk cost. Yes, sir. I sunk cost fatty, dude. If I got 80 bucks to spend, I'm going to spend it. So I just keep, dude, layering on plate after plate after plate, dude. And the, the waitress literally gets to my, it's like my fourth plate. And I'm like, could I have um one more of like pretending like it's a surprise to me? I'm like, one more of maybe, maybe the, the fruit bowl. She's like, the fruit, like the, the big fruit bowl. I'm like, yeah, yeah, just, it's like $20. I'm like, could I have just one more of those? And, she's and like, the maybe. Dude, right, maybe right. the fruit and there's like no right. definitely well, of course you can you, have it dude you, you, you yeah. definitely wanted the fruit bowl no i did i did and then i literally had so many plates around me and i did that all weekend and i, I don't eat breakfast dude i it was just like i was forced to eat breakfast because it's not cost fatty um dude, all right dude so, so we get to the conference <laughs> dude we have all these principles like <laughs> we just fuck them up all the time. Like we used to be like Naval six thousand dollars an hour, and we're just wasting so much fucking time on all this stuff. That's fine. Though. Well, no, um, you want to know the worst part? Let me give you the worst part about that. I spend now probably fourteen hours on the phone with West Elm. Back. On the fifteenth hour, I'm like, no, I'm Naval, and I value my time, so I just pay all the oh. shit. So it's like I did all the work and incurred oh, all start, of the cost. No, you got the so sequence wrong. Stupid. Yeah, I did uh, the same thing. I spent hours on the phone and literally nothing changed. Um, but I gave my hotel room to some like fucking random people from the mastermind. So that was cool. Uh, okay, so we get to the mastermind. What is it? It's basically like 50, 60 entrepreneurs all in a room talking business. Not best buds, not yet, because we got to do networking. And everybody knows we don't do networking. <laughs> I don't know how. Uh, we, we tried to do talking about the, um, 
the what's the interview that we did what's his name uh not what fucking hunter hammond's on uh 13 minutes dude starter story starter story fuck dude basically like we don't even know how to like pitch our own company so now i gotta pitch it but like to fucking 50 people in a row and it's just like dude networking there's got to be a better way to like have have just a billboard on your chest this is what i do and i don't have to say it you just don't person every time you just build your product and build a sick right. product. And people just that's know the better what you way. Uh, well, that's so. There are a couple people. Okay, you have two sides of the spectrum. Um, we have like a couple creators there. It's like a Shane Parrish or uh, like more plates, more dates. Uh, two creators that are big, and then there's like the super rich like B two B software guy, and he he's probably wealthier than most everyone else. But no one gives a shit about him. Uh, a lot of people give a shit about the creator, like the Andrew Wilkinson types that are like putting their face out. And then one other uh, type on the spectrum that people really like is physical products. Like the Spike Ball guy was there, the guy that made Spike Ball. Mm-hmm. He was on Shark Tank. Like everyone knew that. But like you put him, Spike Ball guy, up next to like B2B software dude that's making 10 times more than Spike Ball. Everyone talks to Spike Ball. No one gives a fuck about this guy. And it's like, it just made me realize kind of uh, listening to like the MFM point on the pod today about merch and like, you don't necessarily have to make a lot of money with merch. It's more like building, like building a cult, building like a fan base that really loves you. You don't have to like maximize profit. Cause like, you don't want to be the, the nerd. No one cares about this just printing money. Or maybe you do, but like, I personally don't that much. Yeah. I was thinking about that. Cause we talk about merch a lot and you're like, I really don't want to do it. And I'm like, I just want to wear our merch first and foremost. Right. And then I heard that and it's like, yeah, like you don't do merch to make money. This came from Ka- right. uh, Samir, from Colin and Samir. It's like, you don't do merch to make money. You do merch to give a limited edition piece of your your universe to a thousand right. super fans. I was like, oh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, I think we're listening to Danny Duncan saying how he got $150 million from merch. And that's like, I was focused on the money side. And I'm like, it's pretty bad. Like, it's not subscription. It's just not the best to make money. But if it's from building a cult, yeah, I think it's awesome. Um, okay, so let me look. The big takeaways. Okay, I basically went there like, why did I spend this money? Uh, really, the thing is, we have Jack, Henry's brother, coming in to run the company. I wanted to figure out like, hey, how do we pay this guy? Uh, like, what's what's the right incentive structure? Because this, this conference, like Wilkinson, is basically like the Berkshire Hathaway of like internet companies. So they just, he's like Warren Buffett, basically buying companies uh, either puts in a good CEO or just like lets it run as is, but really they're, they're good at assessing CEO talent and like giving the right incentives. So I wanted to figure out, Hey, are we approaching this right? Cause there's this midwit meme of like the dumb person and the genius often have the same decision as they often have the same decision. And then like the midwit, like the person that overthinks everything they're they're just lost in the sauce and they end up coming up with a worse solution. So with compensation, with pay, we didn't want to like, fuck that up but like what i'm realizing is the midwit meme i think makes sense if you have experience in the space so like for content for example uh we have experience so we can just trust our gut like go with the like the like dumb version like what's your first intuition like we can go with that and i think it'll be right same with hiring like we can go with our gut because we've seen so many applications we know the process but like the ceo aspect and like pay We've never done it. So like I think our dumb decision like wouldn't wouldn't necessarily be right. 
which is basically what happened because we go to these meetings and like one was on compensation for hiring a CEO. It's literally the perfect thing. Um, small room, Wilkinson, his business partner, everyone's asking questions. I get like a good amount of spotlight. First question I come up, I'm like, hey, uh, we want to have my friend's brother run the company and give him like a third of the company or whatever. And before I can even finish my thought, it's just fucking cacks, dude. The whole room just, <laughs> wait, wait, before you get on, dude, a third of the company? Are you out of your mind? Um, so they just shit all over like a third of the company. Like, yeah, if you just started the company, maybe, but like you have momentum, you have this uh, product that's working. You just got to like sell more. Um, fuck, dude. I I hate that I delayed this, dude. I hate that I delayed it because I got a lot of shit. Uh, wait, I had something there. Um, oh, yeah. Okay. No, continue on. Um. Let, Here, me let, let me tag on. Dude. Let me tag on there. So I think you're right about the midwit thing. What's interesting though, this is kind of where we like. I'm, it's too in the weeds to talk about all the numbers we've gone through, but we basically circled around every angle we could possibly think of. But we keep coming back to this idea, which came from Andrew Wilkinson, which was you need to make rich who whoever is going to make you rich. Mm. So we're we're not rich. But if we install this CEO, that person is responsible for making us rich. Therefore, we need to make sure that that person gets rich. And so that's kind of like the, the dirt and the Jedi principle, which is like, whatever all the numbers and complexity in the middle is, just make sure that if this person's going to make you rich, they have a path to becoming rich. So I think right. that, like, that's so kind of where we ended up. Yeah, the, the only difference, and this is a big difference, but it's, it like, seems small, is the definition of risk. Like they come into every CEO conversation. We're like, hey, what do you want to make? Let's just figure out what that number is and then like get the math to like get there so that you can get rich. But like, what is rich to you? Because not everyone just wants cash. Like some people want like cars or like just like notoriety or whatever. It can all vary. And we're anchored super high in the millions. But like most CEOs, oh, if you're running like a $100 million company, you're only making a million dollars a year. You said the so definition we're just of risk. In the wrong space. But huh? you meant the definition of you said the definition of risk, but you meant the definition oh. of rich. Our definition of rich is like way higher than what rich actually probably is. Right. Because we just inflate everything and we've been doing it for like years and years working together. Versus like a normal person is making a hundred grand, like six figures. That was like the biggest fucking concept in the world is someone's making six figures. Um and now we just assume like, oh, yeah, base salary should be at least like a quarter million dollars. But it's like, no, that's like if you nail it, knock it out of the park. Um, right. So we're just inflated all wrong. But I think like the, the concepts hold. Um, I'll just go with like two big takeaways and I'll probably just like whatever, add the FOD in, in the future to future threads. But the uh. big takeaway is like when you have a, a sick, this actually came from our um, House of Cards client, Paul, uh, Paul. He was using our service till I talked to him, and now uh, I guess he's he's canceling. Yeah. Um, just reminded him, but that's the beauty of the subscription. Sometimes they just like forget they're subscribed, or like I don't I don't know what happened there. But his point, or actually two people's points. Um, maybe it wasn't oh. Paul. Hold on, Listen let me to get to the other guy. There were two people that were important. One guy, he had an agency that made like ten million dollars of profit a year. He sold it for well over a hundred million dollars. So he's just a big baller. Now he, he like bought a bank and runs a bank. He basically told me, he's like, dude, from what it sounds with Clipped, your company, your agency, or whatever you want to call it, 
that's a cash flowing machine. Like whatever you do, I've never had this sort of like effortless make money machine. Just never sell that thing. Like yeah. have someone build that like a beast. If you get some like crazy 10x whatever you're thinking of offer, like maybe take that. But like this should be something you hold on to forever because it's just printing cash year over year over year. So just kill, like 100%, stutter, dude. It was cool to hear that from someone successful. I got to slow down, dude. Um, the the cool only reason we don't realize successful. that is because we invest all that cash back into content. Right. We'd be right. rich so many times over if we just took the cash out of the thing. Uh, yeah. But yeah, that's cool. And, well, they all, and the all these people thing, start these big things and then they go and buy banks and want to do cash flowing stuff. It's like, I know. Dirt and Jedi, cash flow in the beginning, uh, cash flow at the but end. But a big takeaway was a lot of these people don't have hobbies. Like their only mm. hobby is making money. And it was really sad because I'm like, part of the problem with the Elon idea is like, I'm perfectly happy if all I do is play hockey and maybe some tennis and like throw a ball. Like my life is sick if that's all I'm doing. And it's yeah. ideally sunny out. Um but yeah, and like just I don't layer on this stuff, Elon. but they don't have that. Give me right. like the 80-20 Elon. Give me like the normal life, lifestyle business kind of thing. But then like I also hate mediocre stuff. So I just want to go fix a bunch of things. Gotta make yeah. money first, Pop. Um, hey, we'll just leave it at that. We have to. Gotta, gotta lose. Lose.